0: Is happening? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Thanks for joining us on a Friday. It's Friday. You made it. You made it to a Friday. Got the weekend ahead. Today's the fourteenth, April fourteenth, twenty twenty-three. What the heck's happening? How we doing today? How was your week? Was it good? Are you ready for it to be over, or was it a good week? Had a good week. Let's keep it going this weekend. You know what I saw? Oh my goodness! The future's here. The future is here. I saw that New York is putting these robot police dogs out there, or like police robots or something. Have you seen, the, seen this, heard about this? This this scares the shit out of me. These, it looks like, uh, let me pull it up here. Robot, they look like these like little, yeah, they're, they're these little yellow looking robot things that are going to be in, unveiled in, in uh, New York City. Wow. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Dip Digi dog is its name. Digi dog, the controversial police robot robot unveiled in New York. Can you imagine? What if it messes up? Like what if it gets someone who's not doing anything wrong and it thinks it is, you know, I'm sure it's programmed to see, I would assume it's programmed to see like violence or, or theft or something and stop them. But this thing weighs 400 pounds. I don't know. Anyway, I've been, I've been, <laughs> I'm all, I'm all into the robot dog since I saw that. I'm like, this isn't real because I'm the kind of person that falls for the fake videos. You know, like the AI videos or the fake stuff. I'm always the one that's sending it to my friends and they have to be like, hey, dumbass. This, is, <laughs> this isn't real, you know? And, and, and I thought that's what this was, but this is real. This is the thing. Uh, add Sp- they're calling him spot. Come on, spot. <laughs> you know, come on. I can't, I can't whistle, but there you go. <laughs> i can kind of all right. Anyway, it's a Friday, as you can tell. I'm I'm um, I'm in a Friday mood. All right. So on today's show, every Friday we do a deep dive handicap with a pick. Uh, today we're going to be doing a soccer game for tomorrow morning. So this is going to be a Premier League, Premier League game at uh, seven o'clock Pacific, uh, ten o'clock Eastern tomorrow morning. So we'll get into that in just a moment. Special thanks to Thrive Fantasy, Thrive Fantasy, your headquarters for anything and everything player props. Uh, make sure that you you, uh, uh, verify that Thrive Fantasy is legal in your state. But if they are, sign up, because there's all kinds of things you can do in the world of player props. You can parlay player props together and get a great payout. You can play DFS games with player props. You make a whole lineup with overs and unders. It's so much fun. Check them out online, Thrive Fantasy, or download their app. Put in promo code SBD for a uh, deposit match up to $100. All right, let's get into it. Um... uh, Premier League, Premier League tomorrow morning. Before we do, actually, I want to clarify one thing. Uh, I heard from a couple people yesterday uh, after the podcast pushing back or asking more about the idea of it doesn't matter if you win or lose. And I definitely want to go into a little bit more detail about what that meant. When I say that it doesn't matter if I win or lose or in the instance that I had yesterday with all those lines being beaten so bad... My point is when you get far enough in your career or any sports better gets far enough in their career that their process is so refined at least they believe it to be right i believe mine is and you know it's it's only as good as it you know creates money in your account or puts money in your account but if you think you have a good system and it's solid efficient you've been working on it you know that as long as you follow Whatever path or whatever pattern you follow, and you get your lines and you make your bets, good things are going to happen. You're going to eventually end up on top over the long run. What that means in the short term is we don't get super super depressed when we lose, and we also don't throw parties when we win. That's what that meant is if you do your homework, you get good lines, get good prices, get good numbers. You're going to do all right betting sports. That's sort of what I meant. So you know when we give out the Colorado Avalanche whatever it was 150 160 whatever and it closes at 2 i think it closed at 290 you know that's that's not going to happen all the time that's actually pretty rare that kind of line movement but the point was as long as we're getting that kind of of closing line value we should feel good now. Closing line value is not going to pay the bills, but overall, over the long run, that's a very, very good place to be in. That's what I meant. So, whether and by the way, those bets went three and zero, the by the three team parlay hit. But but even if those bets went zero and three, the point is you shouldn't be. Getting on Twitter to text me hate messages if we go on three, but you also probably shouldn't be celebrating throwing a party if we go three and oh, it's going to work itself out. We're going to lose some, we're going to win some, we're going to win more than we're going to lose. But that's what that meant yesterday. It's not that I, I, I don't care about winning, right? I love winning. I'm going to sell I'm going to, you know, not go crazy. But every time I win, I give a little, little fist pump. Let's go. You know, every time I lose, it's like that, ah, damn. But that's it. Three seconds. You give yourself three seconds, five seconds maybe. And then you move on. You don't spend time. Oh, what about this? Why didn't, I, why didn't I put more on the wins? Why the hell didn't I hedge off the losses? You can't do that to yourself. So anyway, I just want to go into more detail about what that meant. You know, the idea of wins and losses. And it, let, let's, we always talk about casinos, right? The I'm going to Vegas next week. Let's go. Um, in a casino, do you think the pit boss gets really upset if, if, if the blackjack table loses five hands in a row? No. No. You know, it's the same thing. Over the long run, they know the outcome. Over the long run, if you're a good sports better, you more or less know the outcome. So, all right, let's give some lines out. Let's give some prices out here. Um, we are giving out uh, Crystal Palace and Southampton tomorrow in the Premier League. Premier League. All right, let's give the handicap here. This line is currently uh, Crystal Palace at Southampton. Southampton, the home team. Plus, this is the three-way money line. Southampton... Uh, The home team is uh, plus one. Sorry, I'm a little distracted. Lines are moving over here. Sorry, Southampton, uh, plus 185. Crystal Palace, plus 170. And the tie, the draw, is plus 215. The two-way line or the draw no bet, where if it ends in a tie, you get your money back. That's Southampton, minus 105. Crystal Palace, minus 115. That is going to be our best bet. Crystal Palace, draw no bet, Minus one fifteen. Uh, let's start off by talking a lot about Chris, by talking about Crystal Palace. And honestly, this line and this handicap has a lot to do with the managers. This is a very manager driven. What's happened recently? Driven handicap. Uh, let's start with Crystal. Crystal Palace. Overall, this season they're one of the ba- they're one of the most underperforming teams this season in the entire Premier League. And I honestly do blame their old manager Patrick Vieira. He took over for Roy Hodgson what, two and a half seasons ago in 2021. And Crystal Palace has played worse ever since. They've been on a downward trajectory, a slow downward trajectory ever since. And the reason is, when Crystal Palace was under Roy Hodgson years ago, he stressed this defensive system. Crystal Palace was tough to break down, tough to score on. And they were actually one of those teams that when they went on the road, they played very, very well because of their style. And then... Patrick Vieira who was one of the best players in Premier League history. This is what you see often these great players come in and they're not great managers. He took over for, for Roy Hodgson in 2021 and they've been, you know, like I said getting worse ever since. So what happens? I love this move. Crystal Palace hires Roy Hodgson back. <laughs> he's the oldest uh Premier League manager in history I believe and he's making magic happen. They're 2 and 0 since he's come back. And they look like a completely different team now. It's not just we're not overreacting to the two and zero. It's it's how they're doing it. It's it's what they're doing. It's it's the the different feeling in the locker room. The different when when you see them. These players give uh, uh, press conferences, right? It's totally feels like a different team. And let me say this: they've been talented. They've had plenty of good players. They, I mean, they've been good. Like I said, they've been underperforming all year long. It just kind of took a shift in mentality and let's face it, game plan to get the best out of their players. So you may ask yourself, okay, Roy Hodgson comes back, they're organized, they're playing better. If they're playing so well right now, why are they still underpriced in the market? And my answer to that is because the market takes season stats way too much into account. See, sportsbooks have a, in my opinion, disadvantage. When they open lines up or at least those who originate in soccer, when they put lines out, they always follow the same game plan. They always follow the same playbook. Sportsbooks do. And and look, as they should, right? It's gotten them this far. So they should keep doing it. But if you're paying attention, you can take advantage. And I think this is one of those situations. So what we're getting here is a team that's playing way uh, so much better than they have all year long. And a team that's way more talented than their season stats have shown. So you put in that you know all together, and we're going to get some value on this team, in my opinion, for how they're playing right now now let's talk about Southampton the home team Southampton is I think last or second to last right now in the standings uh they, and honestly early in the year they were so close so many times we just kind of had some bad luck and through the first half of the season fell towards the bottom of the standings and I believe that Southampton's management firing Ralph hudel was a huge mistake I said it then I'll say it now they they haven't looked any they've looked worse since then and not just on the field okay but behind the scenes the the analytics they're awful since Hasniedos left uh Ruben Sellers, since he took over he's 2-2 two, two and 5 they've won two games out of nine so far and look i know you may say hey that's still a, you know somewhat upper trajectory they need some points i don't think they're looking like a better team and it's funny, you listen to different talk shows, you know, in, in England, or you listen to the broadcast. I'm not the only one saying this. A lot of people think the firing of Ralph Hausenhudel was, was a bad move for Southampton. You know, that their chances did not improve to stay up in the Premier League with that move. And I look at their defense, their offense, it, it, it's not inspiring either way. Now their defense has gotten better through the season. Southampton's defense, second worst overall in expected goals. But recently, the last 10 games, they're only, they're only 16th worse. Um... But... It's their offense that's a concern. Their offense the last couple games has been dead last in expected goals the last 10, and through the season, um, way, way below average and creating chances. So Southampton overall is just not getting it done on either side, and I think Crystal Palace actually, even though they won 5-1 last time, I think that that may lead to some overreaction based on the offensive output we'll see from Crystal this game. This all boils down to what we're getting here, I believe, is a better, more motivated team that's actually in form right now, playing a team that, Although South is fighting, I don't think they have the players and especially the manager to overcome Crystal's talent and game plan. So overall, I think that we're just in a good spot here. Good team, good price. And the draw and bet gives us a situation to where if it ends in a tie, get your money back. But uh, I think Crystal Palace is going to put some pressure on Southampton and be really efficient defensively and not give Southampton that many chances when they've got the ball. Also, I think a big factor in this handicap is the injuries. I think the, the injuries for Crystal Palace are being way too overpriced in this final, uh, in, in what I see at minus 115. Yes, Wilfred Zaha, who's probably Crystal's best player, is out, but he's been out since Roy Hodgson got here. Uh, the same with uh, Vincente Guaita, he's out too. So some names, some big names are out for for Crystal, but I think that you talk about the talent, the depth, these young players now having a chance that are playing so much better. You know, with the managerial shift, to me that's still it's important. It's a factor we don't want to ignore it, but it's not it's it's being overpriced. I believe into this. So best bet uh, for tomorrow morning, Crystal Palace minus 115 draw no bet again crystal palace draw no bet minus 115 so that's tomorrow in the premier league uh that's going to be it for today's show so good luck whatever you have going on today or tonight we'll talk to you tomorrow bright and early right here on sports Betting daily